Welcome to Let's Talk UNLV podcast at KUNV 91.5. You're here with Tanya and Danielle, who's subbing in for Keith. So, Danielle, Let's Talk Weekends, what did you do with yours? <laughs> Man, it's kind of a blur. You know, this is finals week, so <laughs> mostly homework. Unfortunately, nothing exciting, but looking forward to this weekend and the holidays. So, yeah. Homework isn't exciting? <laughs> um, you know, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can pretend it is if you'd like, but <laughs> honestly, no. How was your weekend? You know, it was kind of a low-key weekend, just sort of chilled and trying to, I, you know, we started watching Potter last week and we're still trying to get through Potter. We're down to the last Harry Potter. Um, I think, what is it? Number seven, part two. Part two. Yeah. yeah, I forget how much my heart broke, like with each episode. <laughs> that last one is like probably the best one. Three and the last one. Love those episodes. Oh my God. I've actually never seen it. <gasps> so, you know, the best part is watching them grow. Okay. You get to see them go from 10 year old to like 18 year old. Like little babies up to. Yeah. It's a, it's a right. beautiful story about friendship and just, you know, um, persevering through difficulties. So yeah, if you ever get a chance to watch it, you might want to yeah. give it a shot. I, I, I always thought the idea of Harry Potter was cool. I just never really got too into, um, I guess, like fantasy-based stuff. But I'm, I'm definitely planning on it this winter break. Wonderful. Yeah, it's not. All, it's a suspension of disbelief in a way, but it's not like, yeah, that that's totally... She builds a world that is, um, that's feasible, <laughs> Even though you know that it's not real, it's kind of easy to immerse yourself in it. So yeah. if you ever get a chance to, yeah, that's definitely a, will. I would recommend that. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, I want to take a second to introduce you. Uh, well, actually, I will let you introduce yourself. So sure. we are here with Peter. Can I? Can you help me pronounce your last name? Matejic. Okay, yeah. see, that's why I needed your help. <laughs> um, and we're here discussing the UNLV space program. Um, and you are their lead engineer? That's correct. Yeah, I'm the, the project lead slash lead engineer of the program. Okay. Like, so first and foremost, like, I did not know this was a thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad you're here. And I would love to hear, um, tell me about UNLV space program. Sure. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just wanted to, to thank you all for um, letting me onto the show to have the opportunity to um, speak about this and just create more of an awareness of... Uh, UNLV is a spacefaring school. I just realized uh, something. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I no jumped worries. into the <laughs> questions without asking you your origin story. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess to, to talk about that a little bit, I'm currently a senior here at UNLV majoring in mechanical engineering. Um, currently, I'm slated to graduate in this upcoming May. So I started going to UNLV um, in the fall of 2019, um, where I kind of just came in not really knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something in the realm of engineering and rocket science, but in terms of how I'd get there, you know, I had, I, I didn't have a single clue about that. So I kind of just, um, you know, followed each step along the way with the idea of mine that I want to eventually work on rockets and spacecraft. What what step along the way would maximize my opportunity of being able to get to that goal. So that really entailed me just getting involved with um, 
the existing SEDS UNLV organization, which is our rocketry group on campus, building a rocket, launching that learning from that experience, and then um, eventually starting RebelSat UNLV, which is our premier spacecraft organization here on campus. And uh, we're about two years old now. Um, we, we currently have about 400 people involved, so it's pretty big. Um, and I've been lucky enough to have the opportunity to spend uh, two rotations at NASA supporting the Artemis program, um, as well as uh, see some of the stuff that I have developed with my own hands actually go into orbit with Firefly Aerospace. Um, and then currently I'm working at the Boring Company as a, as a tunnel engineer. So um, really my main goal by the time I graduate is to inspire as many people as I possibly can while achieving the things that most people um, I guess, frankly, think that isn't doable here at UNLV. I want to flip that narrative and show that it is actually possible. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like really cool work. Not going to lie to you. I know nothing about space and rockets, but... No worries. Yeah. Like I didn't, like Dr. Crab said, I did not know that was something we had here at UNLV. So I'm kind of curious to... Um, this satellite project, I think, that is underway, and it sounds like you guys are interested in getting more students involved. Absolutely. So the the really unique thing about RebelSat UNLV is that we're not your your average organization ran by students. We're an organization ran by students trying to emulate the experience for students as if you were already in the industry. So, you know, from, from the experiences that I was able to pick up as well as other people who are involved in the team as a lead engineer, they have experiences in the industry. And what they do is they bring that back to UNLV and pretty much provide that to the students. So I'll give an example. Um, typically, when you think of an engineering project, you might think of um, a group of students, all engineering majors, working together on a whiteboard, figuring out what, what the best solution is for a problem. The way we go about things is we actually have um, dedicated groups called subsystems. So when you have a spacecraft, you have your um, communication subsystem, you have your structure, you have your electronics, your software, payload, so on and so forth. And each one of those groups is guided by a subsystem lead who's a student who has in-depth experience on that specialty and then provides that opportunity to students who want to get involved, whether they know anything about rocket science or not. Typically, when they come in, they don't, and that's completely fine. We give them that opportunity to learn, and, and they learn and grow a lot. Um, but aside from that, we also try to operate as if we are a new space startup. So that entails also having a dedicated operations team, which is focused only on all the non-engineering aspects. So we're talking about recruiting, uh, marketing for our website or social medias, um, as well as our finances. Because, you know, you, you could build a satellite, but if you're not able to pay for a ride into space, then it's kind of pointless. Yeah. So we have a team of folks who are it's just a huge multidisciplinary team. And frankly, it's something that I haven't seen anywhere else at UNLV. And it's just really inspiring to take a step back and look at um, in real time. So as we take a step back, I, I really love that that there's a sort of an adjunct to the program that itself, you know, and like you said, if you don't have funding, you've just built a giant paperweight. Absolutely. Um, so tell me more about the program. Like, um, 
how did you come to find out about the program? Um, what give, give me sort of a, a, an overview for someone who's interested in this program. What would they need to know? Sure. So really, we're open to literally anybody who wants to learn anything about spacecraft. And it doesn't even have to be spacecraft specifically. What I like to do during interviews is ask um, our prospective members what's a skill that they want to work on, just generally speaking. And nine times out of 10, they'll say something that we can provide for them. So let's say that, you know, let, let's just ignore engineering for a second. Maybe the student says that they want to work on their um, graphic design skills. Okay, we have lots of opportunities for that. We're creating posters. We have a website that we um, really spend a lot of time perfecting on. Um, we have, you know, we have uh, like physical marketing materials that we would like to distribute at our recruiting events and things like that. And we really try to put ourselves out there with a sort of prestige so that when somebody sees us as a prospective member, they can say, oh, this organization I can tell takes their project pretty seriously, but also has a really nice um, environment to them working in the team. So for anyone who would like to join, I would just say, you know, um, as long as you're willing to put in the time to pick up a skill that you want to learn, this is a fantastic opportunity to do so. Everybody's very inclusive. We don't care if you're an engineer or not. We just care that you're able to deliver and ultimately support the mission of uh, not just RebelSat1, but also putting UNLV on the map as somebody who's gone to space. Because I'll give you a fun fact, actually. I mean, I'm not sure how fun fact of a fact it is, but um, <laughs> there's only a handful of, of states in this entire country that have never launched before, and Nevada is actually one of them. Really? Exactly. So we're trying to change that. We have the capabilities of doing so, and um, you know, we're consistently working with uh, students as well as admin, like um, our, our dean of college engineering, Dean Venkat, uh, President Whitfield, um, even uh, former governess Salak has voiced her support for us of um, putting us in orbit. Yeah, that that is a pretty interesting fact. I didn't realize that many states have gone to space. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's it's really easy when you have a lot of funding, and that's like another challenge that we have to face is not just how can we build this, but also how can we afford to build this as well. So mm -hmm. um, that on top of like many other things, rocket science is never easy, but that's right. why it's super rewarding <laughs> by the time we do get into orbit. So I, right, it's yeah. not rocket science. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only rocket science. <laughs> it's only rocket science. <laughs> Um, I love the idea that it's a multidisciplinary approach so that everyone's gifts can be utilized in some way so that, you know, just because you're not an engineer doesn't mean that the door is closed to you. So um, how do you get students in? How do they become involved? Like, what are the first steps that they would need to do in order to become involved in this program? Sure. So typically the, the onboarding process is um, uh, we'll... we'll, we'll if, if we run into a student who expresses interest verbally, right, we'll go ahead and direct them to our website, www.rebelsat.org, and we'll have them go through our application page. Um, that page has a list of roles um, that are currently open and available um, that are posted by our leads. And they'll, it's essentially just like applying to a job. They'll find a role that they're interested in. They'll read the job description. If they like it, they'll apply. We get the, the response and we'll set up an interview. Um, in that interview, we like to um, 
I guess like the purpose of our interviews isn't necessarily to see if someone is like smart or dumb or whatever, but more so um, how well they fit within the team. And then from there, uh, if they pass the interview process, um, they essentially get invited to show up to their first subsystem meeting to have the opportunity to meet with um, the other engineers as well as the lead engineer of that project. Um, and then from there, you know, the lead kind of gives them responsibilities to work on. And from there, they just work on the project. It's pretty straightforward, I would say. So just first walk through the door, right? Literally, <laughs> just, yeah. Just take advantage of the opportunity Absolutely. that presents itself. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I've, I've really seen a lot of um, students benefit from taking that leap of faith. I've seen some folks who would come in as freshmen not knowing um, really anything about spacecraft design and, uh, you know, but the, the thing is they'd be inspired by the project so much that they would be willing to put in that work. And then after about like a year or so, they land an internship at a company that they never saw themselves working at because they never thought that they would get in in the first place. And now they're there building upon those experiences, being able to give that back to RebelSag, giving that back to themselves and just other people in general. It's, it's, really a thing where everybody benefits from significantly so yeah like yeah. hearing you talk about it is pretty inspiring you could tell you're very passionate about UNLV space and RebelSat so I'm curious to know like what excites you most about this work for you personally yeah I mean for me it's really just having the opportunity to see something that you built um, with your own hands see something floating in space. I think mm -hmm. as a 21 year old, not a lot of people that age can really say the same. And being able to see something that a lot of people regard as extremely complicated is kind of validating in the sense that um, I don't think one should be limited based on how old they are in terms of what they're able to accomplish and achieve in life. Um, not to get too deep or anything, but, you know, I, I think I see this a lot in people my age is that they might limit themselves because they think they're too young to pursue something. And that's just something that I want to um, kind of flip the narrative for and really uh, voice that. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it sounds so exciting and inspiring. I was like, is there time to shift careers? But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it. it it's just the the whole idea, like there are so many buzzwords for me, like, you know, rocket science. And, and then you talked about NASA and you talked about satellites. And I was like, wow, um, <laughs> to not be corny and Star Trekky, but it's a whole new frontier. It, <laughs> like, it, you know, like, yeah, it literally is. It is. It's yeah. a whole new frontier. And, and it sounds like this organization is bringing that vast universe of opportunities and possibilities here to UNLV. No and pun intended. Saying, <laughs> lots of puns intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll get used to it. There's going to be, there's not going to be any like live long and prosper. Well, now I've said it. Um, <laughs> but I, I love the idea that all of this is accessible to students. And um, I love also the idea that the, your message to the future generation. So if you, if you had a message for the, the next generation of leadership, what would that message be? Yeah, don't give up. That's it. Like, don't give up. So many people tend to want really big things in life and think it might be too big for them. But I would say just keep pursuing that. 
um, as cliche as it sounds, but there's a reason why it's cliche. It's because it's true. So I would just say, don't give up. Don't like ignore, ignore age, ignore status, ignore everything. Just focus on what you ultimately want to do and what makes you happy in life and go for it no matter what. That's awesome. I think that's a good message, especially for our students. Um, I kind of actually want to circle back because you guys are looking for people, right? And you kind of mentioned that there's like a variety of roles people could apply for. Are there, is there a need at all right now for specific kind of positions or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that our engineering team is pretty well supported right now. Um, and and you, you would you would think that an engineering organization is looking for engineering students, but we're actually really looking for um, students who want to support the non-engineering side as well. So um, right now, everything that you see on our social medias is run by one person. Um, we need more folks who are interested in working in social media, um, graphic design, marketing. Uh, we need people who are really good at connecting with other people and really bringing out the talent from prospective members. Um, so we need recruiters in that regard. Um, and then ultimately we need people who are working within finance who are able to kind of, um, manage our money, making sure that our expenditures are being spent, um, uh, responsibly and within budget, um, and I think, I think that's pretty much it, you know, really just making sure that we're able to secure money, reaching out to people, securing contracts, support the engineering team in that regard. And we'll, we'll get this thing up into space by 2025. Okay. It sounds like you guys are just really trying to bring awareness to the project. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, RebelSA as an organization is really important because we're trying to do something that has never been done at, in Nevada before, like even Reno isn't doing this right now. Um, but that's just to say that despite the fact we've never done that before, we're still trying. And I think given how hard the team has been working from what I've seen over the past two years, we're definitely going to get there. Amazing. Yeah. I'm noticing that you're, you know, you, you're relatively young as an organization, (laughs) but you've, it sounds like you've done so much in that limited period of time as an organization with a launch date of what, 24 uh, yeah, so delivery of 2024, launch in 2025. Um, yeah, we've definitely done a lot. You know, me helping start this organization with like a handful of other people. We didn't know anything. We started off with no money, no technical understanding of anything, but just uh, a willingness to do it. And now we have um, one of the one of the biggest antennas on campus that we constructed. Okay. Uh, outside of uh, urban affairs, but like within engineering, on top of the engineering building, we have an antenna that we built. Um, it's it's live now. We're able to track satellites with it, receive okay, signals. Yeah. So, um, as well as a bunch of other cool stuff that we're working on. But I'll I'll let people check out our social media for that. Oh, I see. Keeping a little mystery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. that's a great way to plug your social media. I could tell you. Or you could go to my social media and check it out for yeah, yourself. <laughs> at, at RebelSat, UNLV, uh, across all platforms. So that There is. it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful plug, by the way. Um, now, I'm, now I'm curious about the satellite, and I'm going to have to wander through campus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you're ever walking past the, the engineering building, the big orange one, yeah. uh, you, can, you can see that antenna up there. It's pretty cool. So what, what pulled you in? 
Um, so I, well, I, I helped start the organization mm -hmm. with a couple of other folks um, in 2020. Um, but that was really just for the opportunity. Like, so what I saw was um, an opportunity to start something that I want to work on that didn't exist yet. Um, you know, coming to UNLV, uh, you're, we're, we're not the biggest aerospace school out there, quite frankly, but that I think shouldn't be a limitation for me to continue pursuing my goals as an undergrad. So I was like, okay, we don't have this. Let me start it. Okay. Let me bring it in and then let's, let's see where it goes. Okay. That is, um, yeah. So it's like if, if you don't have it, just just start it. Just do it. <laughs> if it so, doesn't exist, build it. Literally. Simple. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, if it doesn't like, exist, you want it, build it. Yeah, like 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 Elon was driving through LA and he was complaining about um traffic and he was just he, he went onto Twitter and said how nice it would be to um, you know, dig tunnels and nobody else is really digging tunnels too quickly, so he decided to start a company for it. Just, just start it. You can dream it, you can build it. Exactly. Um so we have a few moments left, um, so we would like to give you the last word. Um, is there anything you want to share, anything you want to promote, any lasting messages or impressions that you would like to release into the universe, pun intended? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, firstly, I wanted to, again, thank you guys for um, giving me the opportunity to be on the show today, uh, meet with you all, and, and have a discussion about this. Um, but I also really want to thank um, Pres uh, President Whitfield for, for his support of the program for the past two years, um, as well as Dean Venkat. Without these folks, um, as well as many other uh, people, we would not be where we're at today. And, you know, I genuinely hope that as a result of this conversation that, um, you know, more awareness is spread about what we're doing at UNLV in terms of RebelSat. Um and yeah, again, our Instagram is rebelsatunlv, so check us out for sure. That That is fabulous. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you for like broadening my horizons. Thank, thank you. you. And that's a wrap. For more Let's Talk UNLV, be sure to follow us on social media where you can get the latest updates on the show plus great behind-the-scenes content. We're on Facebook at Let's Talk UNLV Podcast, Twitter at Let's Talk UNLV, and Instagram at Let's Talk UNLV Pod.